Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. What's up, everybody? This is John. And Kevin. And this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we take a long, hard look at some of our favorite action movies from the era of Arnold. Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre, and we're taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cult action movies and breaking them all the way down. Happy holidays, Kevin! Yep, Merry Christmas. Uh, if my calculations are correct, this will be the Monday after Christmas. Fantastic. So hope you guys had a good one who celebrate. Yeah. And uh, hope everyone else is doing awesomely as well. Having a, a brisk and wonderful holiday season, enjoying some seasonal weather, some mold wine, aged brie, and sweaters. <laughs> that's right, that's right. So we're back to talk a little more about... The, the 1996 action movie. Christmas classic. The Long Kiss Goodnight. Yes. Um, it's a good movie. It's I got like a lot it. of fucking shit going on in this yeah, movie. Yeah, it, it's busy as hell. I'll try to quickly bring us up to speed here. So okay. there's the character Samantha Kane. Uh, she's an amnesiac. She comes to find out that she's also, in a former life, was Charlie Baltimore, a government assassin. Um... Now that it's known that she's alive still, she's got bad guys coming out of the woodwork. Right. There's um, some dude named Daedalus who wants to kill her, or a guy named Timothy wants to kill her, some guy named Mr. Perkins seems to maybe want to a kill one-eyed her. One-Eyed Jack wants to kill her. Yeah, this they, dude One-Eyed Jack wants to kill her. she already dispatched him. She got rid of him. Um, she's traveling with a private detective named Mitch Hennessy, that's Samuel L. Jackson. You. Um, they found another helper, uh, Dr. Waldman, that's Brian Cox, who seemed to have recruited her, trained her maybe, um, and now they've parted ways with him because they didn't trust him. They've gone on to this guy named Luke, who Samantha slash Charlie thinks is her former fiancé right. based on a postcard that she found. In her handwriting. In her handwriting, we yeah. Think. So, uh, I'd say that's where we're at. That's where we're at. Well... We're on this hella awesome spread of land with this barn and this beautiful house. And inside the barn, Mitch and Sam are bickering about whether she and Luke were in fact engaged. Just out of earshot of Luke. Did you know, did you and Mr. Outdoors bump pelvises? I love <laughs> And how about your daughter? What's her name? Cathead? You think he might be the father? No one has ever been named Cathead. So what is that? Just a joke? Yeah, it's a I joke. Guess. It's I him just too. fucking around. But I'm also never going to call a girl named Caitlin Caitlin again. I'm going to call him Cathead. Permanently cat head. This script is a treasure trove for Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> um, she says she doesn't know, but there are little details about this guy that are coming back. Yes. Um, yeah, she knows like there's a pen in his leg or a plate in his leg, and he sits down when he pees, and he doesn't own a TV. And Luke interjects saying that he and Charlie were very close. Hell, you pursued me. That's what's kind of weird is they're having this discussion 
but the guy Luke who they're talking about is like in the room. Right, right. I guess that he's maybe can't hear, maybe he can. Hear. I like I like when she's rattling off the list of facts about him too. Same, I was like, hey, hey, that's enough. I'm getting a boner. <laughs> like, so she tells Mitch that she knows this man and they must have been seeing him, and that she wants to talk to him more alone. So he storms off as the blues starts to play. This movie had some killer soundtrack yeah. choices. Yeah, maybe that was the other half of the budget. Great songs. And right. Awesome shit. So she and Luke go for a walk, um, observed from afar by Blue singing Mitch. Got me a handgun. Got me a rifle too. Where do you get the rifle? He has a repeater rifle now. I, it could only have come out of the car, which was Dr. Waldman's car. Anybody fuck with Mitch? He knows just what to do because I'm a bad motherfucker. That's awesome. <laughs> he is a bad motherfucker, and I yeah. also wonder, is that a Pulp Fiction reference? I hope it is. Uh, suddenly, Waldman sneaks up behind him. I love he gets the drop on him while he's singing about what a bad, motherfucker, a bad is. motherfucker is. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's got a gun to yeah, his he, face. He tells him to stay quiet and drop the rifle. Mitch says, how'd you find us? And he's, he says he found the address <laughs> in Mitch's coat. On a notepad between the address of a topless bar and a picture of what looks like a man's penis. That's a duck, not a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess I could see how it could look like both. Yeah, it was yeah. also just for the sake of a laugh that to me wasn't that funny. And oh, I also, thought that part was awesome. Waldman also had that long-winded joke about like the rocket scientist joke. Yeah. Where he's like, how'd you find us? And he's like, yeah, he says, there may be many reasons not to kill you, but among them is not that you'll be missed by NASA. Um, it's like, okay. Unnecessary. Yeah, it's just, uh, but we know Waldman, he likes to... He likes to wax poetic. He takes some relish in, in bashing people. He's sort of like me. He just sometimes he talks too long. <laughs> says too many words. And also like you, he stays drunk. <laughs> 100%. So Waldman asks who this Luke guy is, and Mitch says, it's her former fiancé. To yeah. which Waldman, Waldman says, that's ridiculous. She was never engaged. Mitch says they found a note to her uncle Max, that, and this sets Waldman off because he says that that means that Luke's a target. Right, Max this is like a coded agency, message. Right, yeah. and then engage means that Luke is a target. So the things that she knew about him were traits because she'd studied him to assassinate like him. To know, you got to know that he sits down to pee. Right, to wait till he stands up to shoot. <laughs> um, they run to warn her that Luke is Daedalus, and at yes. that moment... No one had heard the helicopter before, but now it's there. It's, <laughs> There's a helicopter just materializes. It swoops in. They somehow didn't hear it. Uh, someone is in the chopper shooting rounds at Mitch and Waldman to get them to stop running. Oh, shit. Sam looks up and sees Timothy smiling and saluting her yes. with two two finger salute and holding a gun. She turns to Luke, who decks her, just like... Yeah, she knocked her out cold. She gets, like, punched hard several times in this movie. Which I can appreciate. If you're an elite killer yourself, then you're, yeah. you know, and then all bets are off. Right. More bad guys start rolling up. Uh, later on, Sam's coming, too. She's tied to the mill wheel. Right. It's like a water. It's a water wheel, basically. Yeah. yeah. And Timothy and Luke are there. Ah, if it isn't the forgetful spy. She's in really good shape. The arms? Yeah, she's yeah, in good shape. This, uh, Gina Davis was working out for yeah. this, for sure. Uh, she, rec she recognizes Timothy from the bar, and he's still amazed that she's not faking it. And he's like, see, she doesn't know me from Adam. Yeah. Um, Luke, who we now know is Daedalus, tells her that he's been trying to pull off the biggest job of his career, and he needs to know what she remembers about him and who she's told. Now, this job is not a job he's been working on since she had memory, right? right. This can't be that old. It's, it must be a different job. He's just worried that if... The wrong people find out where I live, then... Right. Okay. All yeah, right. Exactly. That works. She says she's told no one anything, but he says they'll know soon enough. Uh, we get a shot... Oh, oh, wait. We get a creepy fucking line from oh. him. A Daedalus yeah. says, A woman's face is never so beautiful as when it's distended in pain. 
witness the beauty of childbirth. Disgusting. Ugh. I don't know what the fuck is up with him, but he's he's got baggage. Yeah, Daedalus is not a good guy for sure. <laughs> Gross. We got a shot of Luke putting a gun in his pants as he's telling her that uh, he's about to torture her. We're going to do the torture thing. Yeah, she says, <laughs> cut me loose and I'll make any face you want. And he says, let's not and say we did. Yeah, so he starts turning the crank, which turns the wheel, which lowers her into icy water, which no mill wheel has a crank unless you're going to torture someone. I think so. And then Timothy's making a face like he's... Like, hold your breath. He's enraptured. You yeah. know, he's, and he's really enjoying the shit he out of this. He loves it. Beneath the surface of the icy water, she sees that Waldman's dead under there. That's a bummer. Yeah. Um, back up above, we get some exposition between the two bad guys. Timothy says Operation Honeymoon's on schedule. He secured the tanker, whatever that is, and that now he has to make the soup, whatever that is. Luke says he'll follow when he's done with Sam slash Charlie. Um, he says it'll be five minutes before she'll tell him everything he needs to know. Timothy then cranks it up. So we get a, like a deference between Timothy to Daedalus. Yeah. He raises her yeah. back up. Um, I feel like she was under there a long time, but I held my breath this last time we watched it, and I could do it the entire first time she was under there. But so. I feel like it was a good 30 to 45 seconds yeah, probably. Agreed. Like not a short amount of time. It feels longer watching this movie, which is not a good sign. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, back up, uh, Timothy intimates that they bumped uglies and said his vote's to drown the wench. Um, yeah. Luke asks again if his identity is safe. She says, my name's Samantha Cade and nobody knows about you. But then she also gets off a couple of like agonized, fuck you. Like she's had they're dipping her back in. Yeah. And he says that he hates to do this to her. I heard you were a hell of a spy once. Aww. And then it's at that moment that something inside Samantha snaps into place. Her face takes on this sinister mask and she tells Luke, watch your back. I'm not done yet. So yeah. it's like, Samantha's gone. This is long live Charlie. Right, right, right. Yeah, he tells her good night, long kiss, turns the crank again <laughs> to lower her down in the water, and this time she starts to have like an epic flashback. This this mill set was a very elaborate set. Agreed. It was like, if for the fact that it got five minutes of screen time or so, yeah. it was like, I wondered if it was real or if it was completely constructed on a, on a sound stage. The farm that we saw had a real mill wheel to the left-hand side of it when they In, were pulling Inside up. of a building? Or? It was like half of it was outside, so okay. half of it would have been oh. inside. But I'm wondering, it's like, that wheel should be, like, what's turning that wheel? Is, like, Normally water, it's the current. Yeah, you would yeah. think water flowing. So anyway... Um, we see a bottom-up view from inside of a trunk in this flashback of Timothy and not-yet-one-eyed Jack looking down into the trunk. Timothy smiles at whatever he's seeing, and he says that he'll signal Daedalus and that Jack will be paid. Jack's distracted. We guess that they're looking at Charlie. Yeah. And whatever he's looking at, like he's like looking at her kind of like creepily. And Timothy tells yes. him, like, do yourself a favor. Don't play doctor. Don't let the looks deceive you. Just do her and dump her. He refers to her as the... He refers to her as the Energizer Bunny, right. which was not a uh, corporate trademark yet at the time that this flashback would have been. Whoops. Yeah. Oops. The movie is 1996, and this is at, at eight years ago. That's 88. Yeah. And the Energizer Bunny was not a thing until 89. So, oops. Continuity oops. error. Oops. No bullets. Yeah. So, he says he made the mistake of trying to get cute with her, and it ne nearly killed him. Um, then we're on a cliffside. We see that Charlie's like blacked out and Jack is mm -hmm. handling a needle and some kind of drug. It looks like he's thinking about violating her while she's not. Yeah, down. he's definitely like running his fingers over her midriff. Which immediately causes her to wake up. She grabs the syringe and jams it in Jack's eye. God damn. Ooh, it's gruesome. That is, oh, I'd rather, would you, I'd rather, I feel like I'd rather get stabbed by a knife than a Just, needle in my eye. Uh, where? 
Uh, not my eye. Someplace else. <laughs> my shoulder. Like thigh. Yeah. Or something like that. Um, she runs. Jack starts shooting uh, with his one good eye <laughs> and hits her, like grazes her in the head. Uh-huh. And she, like, tumbles off a cliff. I thought it was pretty good shooting for a guy with no depth perception. Agreed. <laughs> uh, I don't know that I could have done better for with, certain. With the stabbing pain in one eye. Right. Um, flashback now over, we see her being cranked back out of the water. She's almost smiling and making this, like, <sighs> Van Damme sound. Oh, yeah. She's into it. Yeah, she looks crazy. But she takes on an icy calm and starts talking to him. She tells him that she'll make him a deal let let her go now, and I'll leave you the use of your legs. She called him Daedalus by name, right? And his which, face and sort, that of like sort of made his face change up because I think that if she has no memory and she never would have heard anyone call right. him by that name, right? So he's either thinking she's lying and she does know who I am, or something's going on. Right, but exactly. it seemed to have made him take the whole situation more seriously. Right. Well, then he's not joking around. He's asking her the serious question: Why have you resurfaced? Is it for honeymoon? Why would you do that? Who sent you? Yes. He's saying a lot to like why He's are you... giving like a lot of information. Yeah. For sure. She <laughs> says she'll let him touch her. I think I need a bath. It's terrifying. That's weird to me. I don't I honey like the honeypot opportunity I think is gone now. Yeah, it's terrifying like, in like a sex demon way. I mean, I would be up for giving her a bath, but I don't think I don't think that Daedalus is going to fall for it at this point. Under different circumstances. Yeah. Uh, this time, as he cranks her back down, she's smiling and she takes like some very like calculated looking breaths of air before going under. This yes. time, under the water, she immediately yes. starts to try to like loosen her right hand, and we see blood as she's like chafing yes. her wrists. It was actually a good effect because when she the got the skin. wrist, when she got the wrist free, like. Her her wrist was sort of shredded. It's like ragged skin. And it like was like, wow, that's a really good makeup effect. I, I thought so too. We see like a camera pan and zoom in a little bit on Waldman's pants, and we remember there's a gun uh, next she, to Mr. Wally. She's got her eyes on that dick piece. Yeah, she gets the dick piece out, and then <laughs> just then Luke starts cranking her back up, and as she comes out of the water, she shoots him in the knee, oh. shoots and disables the crane, and then shoots him again. As he started to pull his gun in his gut, right? Sort of? yeah, yeah, like it was. Yeah, like it's. I can't like somewhere body shot. Um, she unties herself and and see that he's not dead yet. He tries to appeal to her Samantha personality, which I thought was clever. Yeah, um, and she says, "Who's Samantha? And where's Mitch?" So did she kill him? They don't show it. They don't show it. I can't imagine any scenario in which she would let him live. I I can't either. Whether she's Kicked into full Charlie mode, in which case her mission was to kill him. Right. Or whether she's just like in the heat of the moment thinking, like, I want revenge on this motherfucker. Right. <laughs> I, I think that. But I think they don't have... show it on film. Right. Okay. Which is weird to me. Yeah, she makes a reference later that I'll mention when we get to it that yeah. makes me wonder. Yeah, agreed. Cut to a probably cold basement somewhere. Ooh. Mitch has been tied up, beaten, bloodied, and is naked. Well, yeah, why naked? Just, to, just to cold. fuck with him? Because it's cold. I think that it's like... Uh, well, why are they keeping him alive? Why kill Waldman and keep Mitch alive well, and naked in the she, cellar? If she didn't say anything, then they would need to pump him Torture for him. Torture him, too? Yeah, well, some more. It looks like they've already had a good time with that's him. That's true. That's true. Um, above, we hear gunshots, thuds, gunfire, screams. A door opens, and we see just, like, a silhouette against white light. Yeah, so she just went through a, an army a of dudes, of I dudes, guess. She cut yeah. a swath. And then cut to what looks like Atlantic City... Right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, in a shower, we see she's like washing blood off. We get some uh, more sort of profile nudity. Right. 
Uh, we also see her giving herself a cut in color <laughs> and applying a very smoky eye. Well, what's weird is we see her putting that eye on, heavy, you know, mascara and everything, yeah. and then they show a shot of her still with the red hair, and she doesn't have the smoky eye. Right. But then that's that's the Charlie eye, which she does have later, but yes. I think they just cut the montage together in a, in a nonsensical order. Agreed. I completely agree. Um, we'll cut to her new look. She's got this, like, bleach blonde, slick back hair. Yeah. Um, darkly painted nails, smoky eye, and she's feeling. She's feeling I, that. I look. was feeling that. I thought this was an improvement over uh, Samantha. Mode. I agree. Yeah, she looks less suburban mom and more like Charlie's there on any time of the day or night. Oh, mama! Um, they're apparently in some honeymoon suite. Yeah, uh, complete with sex mirror on the ceiling, <laughs> which which Mitch is uh, resting in now, bandaged uh, in his post ass beating oh, state. So wait, ceiling ceiling mirrors. Yeah. You have any experience with those? I do not. I do. Okay. It's, they're fun. Are they? I mean, I, it wasn't by design. I can it imagine it would be. Had a room. Had a room in the hotel in Vegas. It was actually got in there. There was um, we bought it because it had a jacuzzi in the room. Jacuzzi. Also. The jacuzzi had mirrors above. Huh. It took advantage of those. Okay. And then also the bed had mirrors above, and it's an experience, my friend. I recommend well. it. If I ever date a person again, I'll see what that's about, maybe. Or just by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't need Probably mirror. not. I don't need a ceiling mirror for that. But yeah, that was, uh, I highly recommend it. It's, All a, right. it's a once, it's an experience you should have at least I'll, once. I'll text you during. Yes, uh, please, take pictures. Yeah, so Mitch is surveying the kinky room. He gets up, <laughs> he starts getting dressed. Um, he lights a cigarette with a Taj Mahal matchbook. Yeah, Trump so it's, it's definitely, it's definitely uh, Atlantic City. There's some sure. like Finlandia vodka. Uh, more is there more of that? There was, yeah, when he was pouring himself those vodka tonics before he had little the little one shot yeah. size bottles of Finlandia. Now he's got the big bottle. There's a big bottle of Finlandia. There, in there. has to be a Rennie Harlan. Finlandia connection right. at play. He's a Finnish. You said he's Finnish. Yeah, yeah, so I'm thinking maybe that was a new label that was launching, or he just... Maybe he owned a share of the he company He could have a stake in it or yeah. something, yeah. Who um, knows, but he, cool. As he's, you know, milling around the hotel room, he sees in the trash a photo that's obviously been yeah. ripped, and the half that's in the trash is of Hal and Caitlin. It's kind of shitty. Which he's oh. like, that's fucking stupid. And he picks yeah. it up, and he puts it in his pocket as Charlie's entering the room. He can't believe what he's seeing as she walks in. She looked good, dude. I was yeah. feeling it. Uh, she, as she walks in, has, like got a cigarette in her mouth, and she notices that his, oh, you're seeping. Like, he's got a wound on his yeah, abdomen. Yeah, his bandage is sort of bled through. And she's like, here, look at this. And she, like, opens her robe and flashes him, and he's, like, like choking, coughing. <laughs> and she yeah. rips off the bandage. Yeah. Um, after a brief repartee about deflowering virgins, he asks, who are you? And she says, Charlie the Spy. Transformation complete, Kevin. I was intrigued by the uh, deflowering the virgin's chatter. Because uh, she's saying basically, oh, yeah, you would do a thing to you bite her bite ear, her ear to, distract to distract her. From the, and he's like, well, I, I, like, I just sock him in the eye and y'all pop goes the weasel. Uh, <laughs> what? I, I, is, I hope this is uh, just some bullshitting. I think it is. I think this is like, yeah. I want to know more about Mitch's personal life, though, for real. I, I don't. He's dumbfounded. <laughs> She asks if he wants a drink. I think we all need one. Um, <laughs> on the news, word is getting out about the massacre at the farm. Charlie turns the news off, and we see on the coffee table the beginnings of her arsenal. Yeah, she's stolen a bunch of guns, guns from, from the, the farm. farm. Yeah. She tells Mitch that Samantha was a fabrication and that she's gone now, thank God. Um, we never hear a word on the news about the massacre at the train station. That's true. Which was, I feel like, tons of civilians being killed. 
Well, that was two days ago. So, Who yeah, cares? It's on to the next. It's on to the next. We're on to the next mass shooting. That's right. Um, Mitch says that Samantha's personality had to have come from somewhere. Charlie clearly doesn't want to talk about it. She, she's like, "Bring me the giant bottle of Finlandia," which he does. <laughs> we get a lingering shot of a particular gun on the table, so watch out for that gun later. Yeah, um, of course. She's vibing and dancing in the bar area. She's like feeling everything about this, like being free of her Samantha personality. Right. She's happy to be Charlie again. Uh, she pours herself a shot while explaining that the next move is to contact Chapter, go in for debriefing, and get back to work. Does she believe that that's an option? Um, like, oh, yeah, I can just come back after eight years away. They're going to let me back. There has to be a level of denial when you're just now snapping back. There's a lot about, like, some of the shifts between, like, the inner struggle between Charlie and Samantha throughout the rest of the movie. Where it's, yeah. it's, it's tragic to me to think about a human being who has lived her life all one way and, like, experienced things having that taken from you and then waking up and realizing that what you've experienced is not who you were or at least yeah. most of who you were, who you knew yourself to be. I get why she would want to come back. Yeah. I just think in, a, in any realistic world, it's foolish to think that they, they'd welcome her back yeah, and they would put her back her. out in the field. Yeah, absolutely. That's 100%. <laughs> she's aged, which, I mean, she's probably over the hill for an agent now, right? Yeah, and they don't know if she's now a double agent or what's exactly. going on. Exactly, like, where have you been? So um, cut to DC, Mr. Perkins is explaining oh to God. an underling that an appropriations hearing is coming up and the president wants to know how he lost an agent. I feel like we've already talked about this, but... Yeah. Um, <laughs> so a call comes in for Perkins on line three from one Charlie Baltimore, and Perkins tells the guy to run a trace. Um, he and Charlie converse. She tells him to turn on the TV and see my handiwork at the farm in New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, she says, Daedalus is maybe dead? She says, I shot him. He's pretty much dead. I don't understand what that means. Like, is it is either one of two things happened? She left him alive, or she killed him, and she's just toying with Perkins. It made me wonder if they wanted to leave the door open for a potential sequel, right? In which Daedalus was not dead; he was just gut shot and managed to survive, right? Um, I love that voice on the actor playing Mr. Perkins, which is the guy I can't think of his name right off the top of my head, but he played. Balon Greyjoy in, in Game of Thrones, yeah. which we were just talking about a second ago. He's got just this gravelly, amazing voice. I want you to come in. Ah. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he wants her to go to a safe house. No chance. Um, if he wants her back, she says, then they'll have to do it her way, which seems reasonable to me. Right. Um, we then see that Perkins is in cahoots with Timothy. Is Timothy, like, right there in the room with yeah, him? Yeah, he's in the same room, okay, like, downstairs okay. in whatever loft office they're in. Yes. Um, he says that she might know about Honeymoon and that uh, she might not be, like, happy about the fact that old targets are now Perkins' friends. That's right. He uh, says, and, and uh, Timothy says to Perkins... You know, for the head of a major spy network, you have a tendency to whine. Do you know that? <laughs> I thought that was a pretty like, it's nice excellent. burn. Yeah. It's excellent. Um, Perkins says that Timothy has 24 hours to get rid of her. Why is it that's so arbitrary? Every okay. movie, every movie, like Tango and Cash, all right, you guys have 24 hours to clear your name. Why can't we just push back the other deadline? Yes. Uh, it's I, just silly. I don't know. Maybe everything's hinging on whenever that appropriations committee hearing is. And I guess the bomb in this in this scheme, which we don't know the full details yet, maybe the bomb has to go off at a certain time well, date and time. As we as we find out later, it 
does. We need like a gathering, a, we need a, a congregation of people. That's right. Yeah. So elsewhere, Charlie lays out some bait for Perkins by having Mitch call to Trin, his secretary, who we met in the first act, right, uh, saying that Amnesia Chick has lost it, um, he wants out, and then he'll call again at midnight on that phone with details. I liked this bit. I do too, yeah. Because it's plausible. It, it, it first, it, in the first shot, you don't see that Charlie is standing there right. next to him, so you think Maybe Mitch really is bailing on her. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Yeah, I know. It was very well executed, that bit. Yeah. Uh, Charlie says she doesn't trust Perkins and that he's probably tapped Mitch's phones, <laughs> traced the calls they just made, and will likely send someone to torture Mitch for information. Mitch is now, like, falling one step behind. And he's like, wait, what the fuck? I mean, wait, what? That was just for show? Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. So they make it back to the Taj Mahal, and... Charlie starts feeling Randy while Mitch yeah. is making himself a drink. She came up and put it on him. Like, right on him. Right on his ding-a-ling. Um, I, he showed a lot of resolve. Yeah, she's, like, kissing him <laughs> and saying, you know, is this true love? Fuck it. Like, let's do it. And he's like, look, I know I'm not handsome. He's like, I ain't handsome. I ain't rich. And the last time I got blown, candy bars cost a nickel. Like, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> but he had some scruples. I think Big time. I think... He respected Samantha. Yeah. And the fact that she's got a kid and a man and Yeah. And yeah, and I think that's what's what, going and on. And because of what he's been through. He knows that having a kid and not being able to have a relationship with that child is like torture. Like he doesn't want to wreck their home or wreck her right. chance of having her good life back yeah. again. I appreciate that he's not buying it and says, um, the reason that she's coming on to him is to stop thinking about Samantha. Yeah, oh yeah, she's trying to kill Samantha out of her mind. Right. Tearing up the picture and everything. Right. She yeah. says, he. I like the school teacher. And then Charlie yeah. goes to leave and Mitch, as a parting shot, tells her, call your fucking kid. <laughs> I love that. He said, it's two days till Christmas. She might be under the mistaken impression that mommy gives a fuck. That's good stuff. Yeah. That's really good. It, it just rolls off of Samuel L. Jackson's tongue as well. God like damn. He's so good. It's a master class. I love the man. Charlie says she didn't ask for that kid, that Samantha, not she, had the kid, and that nobody asked her what she felt. And I, but Charlie I can did get, well, that. Charlie got pregnant, but maybe Charlie would have never uh, Charlie carried it to term. She would not have carried it to term. Okay. Um, why, we, why does Charlie not take birth control if she's just out fucking bad guys? Well, I'm trying to think. I don't know, honestly, because probably the U.S. government would have supplied it for There's her in the late 80s. There's not a great reason why not. There's not. Maybe she, it maybe is, she'd lapsed and just hadn't had time to get she to the She could have missed her pill, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, out on the street while she's walking around, some rando asks if she wants some company, teaching men everywhere a lesson about why you should be a gross misogynist. Yeah. Um, she says, no thanks. I'm saving uh, this line. I'm saving myself until I get raped. Whoa. Uh, yeah. I so, don't even know. You shouldn't, in 2020... I don't think there's ever an occasion to make light It's of not, rape. but it, it kind of gives you a, a look into the mind of, like, Charlie's obviously a broken, like, shattered There's something of inside man. of her, yeah. She's full of self-loathing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the man shows her his gun and tells her to step into the alley, and she's like, God damn it, fuck. This was like a crowded street they were on. Right. I feel like... He was just hanging out with some people. You don't have to be forced into the alley. You can say, this guy's help, got a gun. Help, help. Um, yeah. So she deduces... 
far quicker than I did, even on rewatching, that this is Perkins' <laughs> man come to claim her. He came. He's early, as, yeah. you, as spies should be. And he's like, "Hey, bitch, this is a big gun." The man points <laughs> his gun, and we see that we see the gun from earlier at, at the table being held by our friend Mitch to that dude's head. And he's like, "This ain't no ham on rye." <laughs> a, a cheesy line, but again, Sam Jackson like manages to make it work. He, he does. I love that she asks, "Like, what are you doing?" And he says, "I'm saving your life." And I would have been here sooner, but I was thinking of that ham on rye line. <laughs> That's good. I like that. I like it. Uh, yeah, so she disarms the hitman, kills two more using that dude as a human yeah, shield. Yeah, other dudes come out of the woodwork. The the footwork on Sam L, or the stunt person or whoever that was, like he was doing a good job of pivoting back and forth to okay. make sure that he was behind her. Like I was impressed like watching that sequence because like, yeah. he was getting down and out of out of harm's way too. That the falling down while using the guy as a human shield and shooting the other guy, that's a kill that was a great kill. Absolutely. I love that. Um so they decided pa- they're gonna wait, passersby on the street do not seem to take notice of all the gunfire in the alley. I gotta get to my alley. shift. I gotta buy my last minute Christmas gifts. <laughs> uh, something was going on because people were walking by not running away or looking down well, the alley. Uh, from a line from a line from Sam Jackson that's coming up, this is New Jersey, so maybe these people are just like, <laughs> whatever. Just do it. Whatever. Gunfire. gunfire. <laughs> Christmas Eve. I don't like whatever. Yeah, so uh, they book it from Atlantic City in what's like a Chevy. It was a so, Bronco yeah. or, a, or a Blazer yeah. or something. Um, it's a sweet truck. I think yeah, that that's big the one four that, by four. that they stole from the farm. It was John Matrix's uh, yeah. truck. <laughs> it's like a truck. As they're driving away, and she's like, you know, say we got to get out of here, whatever. She's like, hey, look, I I got out of Beirut. I think I, I can get out of Jersey. I think I can get. I think I can get out of New Jersey. And he says, don't be so sure. Others have tried and failed. The whole population, in fact. Oh, it's so good. I like that they're both drinking and driving. Like he's drinking and she's drinking. A sick New Jersey burn. Oh, it's all, yeah. <laughs> they are both just taking. S- Shots of liquor. Drags of cigarettes, shots from bottles. Um, <laughs> so Charlie's trying to work out why Perkins wants her dead. Okay. Mitch, Mitch notices that her plans, he's like, like, why do you even need, I feel like you don't need me anymore. That's right. And she's like, that's a good That's a good point. She flings the door open and just kicks him out onto the street. That shit. From a moving vehicle. Uh, yeah, and they're, they're like at speed. They're going like at least yeah. 40, 45 miles an that, hour. That stunt, every time I see a guy do it, and it happens, you know, in almost every good action movie, I'm like, oof, that hurts just watching I wanna, it. I want to watch a video from some stunt people about the theory do do that? of falling and rolling from a car. Because yeah, you it's just hit the ground about, rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you have to have incredible, like, I think you use your elbows a certain way to keep your... (sighs) I love that he rolls to a stop, and she just, like, speeds away. That's another reason to wear seatbelts. 100%. This movie's got some lessons about wearing seatbelts. Yeah. Like, this is twice now. Put them on, (laughs) folks. Um, I just love that he lies in the street looking straight up in the air, and... Lights a cigarette. It's just like lays there it, as traffic is passing. That was a boss move. I like. It's a that. great shot too. That upward pan. Yeah, that's yeah, a great I loved shot. It. I loved it. Um, and then we see there's a weird continuity thing because we see a four by four drive by and speed on the corner. I'm guessing that probably ought to have. That was another angle from the moment he fell out of the car. Would have right, been my I guess. Agree. But it makes you think: Did she drive around the block twice? That's what I'm. That's another thing that I'm thinking of. But like. Or why she why she wouldn't have maybe I don't know I don't I just I don't think get it was an editor trying to make something work that and hoping no one would notice yeah but again this movie's already long you didn't need that shot insert yeah so she but she pulls back up yeah she pulls back up she starts next to him she tells him to get in she's not a great person 
No. She's like full of mood swings. It'll be like, I yeah. don't need you, fuck you. Granted, okay, wait, I do want you back. I would love, as a neurologist, I would love to see like what her brain has undergone in the last like four days. That's true. Because I can't imagine all of a sudden, like you would love to see the electrical activity in her brain. Yeah. Like a part of your brain that's completely, as, imagine as we're sitting here, a part of your brain starts firing up that's been asleep for eight years. I mean, she's like a, it's, it would be probably like a split personality. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Um, she tells Mitch she's leaving the country and that she needs a fake passport and lo- I need lots of money. Uh-huh. He <laughs> you said, get this line. Why, oh, why didn't she say so? Hold on a minute while I pull that out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> she says that no need. I've got a key that's on that charm bracelet that unlocks a secure box that she knows the number to in Buffalo. Uh-huh. He points out that key didn't have a number on it. She's like, I know, I filed it off myself. But that briefcase is full of shit that we need, including cash and IDs. And I need you to get it for me. Yeah. Yeah. And now I think he's like, well, where is it? Uh, and well, she says, well, that's going to be a problem. Yeah. As, as she's taking slugs <laughs> off that bottle. Yes. We're, we're going to need to do some uncomfortable work, which means we all know where it is. It's, it's tied around Mr. Perkins, the bear's neck. They got to go back to the homestead. What's going to happen next, I wonder? I don't know. I want to find out, though, next week on this very special holiday edition of Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger <laughs> featuring, featuring The Long Kiss Goodnight. Yep. Hope we you guys will. enjoyed it. All right. We'll be back. Christmas.